You're listening to the Audacity to be Ambitious podcast, and this is episode number 24, My Birthday Resolution, or should I say, Revolution. Hey, what's up? It's me, Jess, and I am so glad that you're here. Can I just take a moment to just be grateful that you clicked play? This episode is about um, the different way that I am celebrating my birthday. And the way that I actually started today off individually was I spent some time doing some gratitude work. I spent some time being grateful for, you know, my friends and my family and my supportive, passionate relationships um, with people that just love me in my life. But I actually spent some time um, being grateful for myself and how brave I had to be back then when I didn't know who I was and I didn't know how I was going to do it, but that I chose to have the audacity to be ambitious, right? Uh, To start a business where I could coach women around the world. And now that I have, I can do all of that from my home and I can podcast and sure, I can't go to events and speak at places right now, but that's okay. I still have what changes people's lives right here. So then on another note, I was grateful for just my body. I was grateful for the blood flowing through my veins and the air in my lungs and these legs that carry me across this earth that help lead me through this life that I'm living. So real quick, if you do practice gratitude, being grateful or thankful, but you don't go that deep. If you don't get that detailed, I highly, highly encourage you to. It can be very powerful. Um, And, you know, do it in the morning, do it in the evening or both. It's not going to hurt. That's for sure. Um, But I just wanted to tell you that that's how I started my day off. Now that actually has to do with the whole theme of today's episode. My birthday resolution revolution. And the reason why I call it that is because I am, I I constantly hear as I get older, people always complaining about getting older. But when I turned 30, it was the most transformational year of my life. My mom had just died and I turned 30. For a lot of people that would have just been done. But instead I made it mean the most powerful thing that would ever, that anything could ever mean for me. And I would start creating the legacy of mine by helping other women create theirs. So that was 30. What's 31 gonna be? Now, if you didn't know it, today's not my birthday, but April is my birthday month. And I wanted to address it differently. I actually never really looked forward to my birthday for a long time because as a kid, we were so poor and I never really knew if my mom was gonna be able to get me anything or not. And so often I would just, you know, act like it really wasn't happening. And if she did get me something, I would be happy. And if she didn't, I just never got my hopes up. So it was actually hard for me to ever make my birthday mean anything special. But after the last year, I decided, okay, well, what's 31 gonna hold after 30? So on April 15th, I will turn 31. And I wanted to share with you how I'm going to make that special. And I'm going to start with this. 
Every year, people get super, super excited about sharing a New Year's resolution, coming up with them, whether they really, really plan for it or they come up with it last minute. They're like, I'm gonna do this this year and this is gonna be it, forget the past, you know, new year, new me, right? But I feel like birthdays are really just drowned out by cake and kind of like fake get-togethers by people who don't really care about you um, and you just kind of celebrate it the way the world tells you to or the way your society tells you to. And I wanted to make it mean something more. So, like I said, when I started the first part of this episode and I said, you know, I was practicing gratitude, how would I do that when celebrating my birthday? So yeah, I know revolution sounds like something with the government, but (laughs) it's not. It's really just, um, it's a way that I wanna solve the birthday problem for me by implementing a new system. I was actually so busy and you know that's I was grateful I'm grateful to have been busy but I was like I was so busy to really even make New Year's resolutions this you know for 2020. So I have decided to make birthday resolutions. For the 31st year of my life I will continue to grow strong and healthy. I will be in control of my body I will be in control of the thoughts in my head and I will make sure that they are the most powerful and uplifting and inspirational thoughts that I can conceive. I will love my family powerfully. I will love my husband endlessly and I will take care of my body and I will treasure it so it can not only take me through the rest of my life, but so I can find out what my beautiful body is capable of. So that's kind of a little summary of what my birthday resolution was. In my 31st year of life, I would only work towards those goals. Now, why it's important to have a list of things is because for the 31st year of my life, if anything comes my way that does not support any of those goals, then I'm not gonna do it. I'm not going to let it in my life. I'm not going to complain about it. I'm not going to be like, oh, this person was being so negative and they were like, you know, they were putting me down and I was feeling so insecure about this, so I'm going to go get drunk and eat donuts. I am not going to let anybody inside of my head, I am not going to let any outside circumstance determine the quality of my body and determine the quality of my life because I can't handle it. So I will choose to handle it and I will choose to grow the mindset, the personal development in order to keep handling the challenges that life has to throw at us. So I wanted to start that off powerfully. I have, like I said, for my 30th year, I had this huge transformation. I lost a ton of weight. I became a better, more involved, aware, present mom and um, I became a stronger wife, seeing my husband through some of the most um, traumatic things that he's ever gone through in his life. And I've come out on top. I started a business where I could change lives. And then I did. I went from coaching for free to coaching for thousands and thousands of dollars. And I'm not saying that to brag. I'm just saying it so you know what's possible. Now, When it comes to everything I did when I was 30, how do I level that up at 31? 
They say that sometimes people are afraid of success because if they chase it, they're afraid they're gonna fail. But if they achieve it, they're afraid that they can't handle it. I think that is a Les Brown quote, but I don't know, he may have been quoting one of his, his mentors, but either way, I love him. Um, anyway, so I don't wanna be one of those people. I don't wanna be one of those people that you know, has a lot of success and then they're just like a one-hit wonder and then yay, that was fun, and then they just kind of settle back into a regular everyday mundane life that doesn't serve them. I am not saying that people who choose to have a simple life or the life that, however anyone's life makes them happy, great. But me having the audacity to be ambitious and to constantly chase the next impossible goal is what makes me happy. So how am I gonna do that for 31? How am I gonna do all those goals that I listed, you know, about being powerful in my mindset, in my business, and and um, in my body? How am I gonna do that for the age, for the next year of 31? The one idea that I had was that, okay, let's have let's have a, a takeoff, let's have a liftoff, right? I don't want to have a birthday party with wine and cake and streamers. I want to have I want to have a challenge that I overcome. I want to have a level that I break through. So what's that going to be? I have decided to do a seven day fast and complete 100 miles by the end of April. So today is April 5th. And every day from today to the end of April, I will run and probably walk five miles a day. That will end up at 100 miles. And that will be that goal. I've never done 100 miles in one month before. For those of you who know that I have gone through that body transformation where I lost that massive amount of weight, which I actually talked about a little bit ago. I did the majority of that by intermittent fasting and taking walks. Because when I was over 200 pounds, all I could do was walk. So don't sit here and get discouraged because, you know, you were inspired and all of a sudden you're like, crap, I can't, you know, run 100 miles in one month. I want you to know that when I started my journey, I was walking. I walked a block, and then two blocks, and then three blocks, and then I was taking mile walks, and then a couple miles. And now I'm at this point. It took all of that work though, and you are capable of the same thing if you choose to do it. Now, here's why I did this. In my past, I had, well, I was in beauty pageants for in the, in the system for like, over a decade of my life. A lot of that I was confident and happy and I got to help people, but there's another dark side to it where every once in a while people would tell me that, you know, oh, well, you could have got that crown if you just lost 15 more pounds. Or I'd have somebody make fun of me um, who didn't like me and talk about how thick I was, you know, or that I, they would just call me fat because they didn't, you know, they wanted to be mean. Um, they would make fun of my smile, which is not quite straight. And 
so for a long time I had a lot of self-image issues and I had um, you know people I think people might think I don't know what I'm talking about when I say that I suffered with anorexia and bulimia but when you have eating disorders you don't just have one if you're like me or if someone out there is like me then in my past I was so insecure that I was desperate enough to try anything to get results. So sometimes I starved myself, sometimes I just ate too much, and then I'd throw it up. And, you know, I, I was just a chronic dieter, fad dieting, constantly trying to find the next quick fix to be good enough. Now, luckily I went through my amazing transformation and I found out what works for me. One of the best things I ever learned that I ever taught myself was that I had to love myself to my goal. I could not hate myself there. If I stood in the mirror every day hating myself and doubting myself and telling myself what I couldn't do, then I wouldn't do it. I failed every time. So. Now that I have this powerful transformation in this place that I come from, how do I level up? I've overcome the eating disorders. I've lost a lot of weight. I've gotten healthier and furthered, <laughs> distanced myself away from the possibility of disease like diabetes. I mean, I was knocking on that door, let me tell you. I decided to do the fast because for me, I do it with my doctor's supervision. Um, you know, I have a clean bill of health as far as having a heart that's strong enough. I'm not diabetic, so my blood sugars can handle it. But my fasting for seven days for 168 hours is for clarity. It's for mental strength. It's so that I know that I can do it. I actually have not completed a seven day, 168 hour water fast before. And I've done other fasts, which I, I will actually get into this later. I want, cause I want you guys, if you don't know anything about fasting, I'm just going to have a little bit of information in this episode so you can um, get familiar with it. Um, that way you can let your guard down about it and just know more, um, to be informed, right? I highly suggest everyone to do their own, um, do their own research, talk to their own doctor about it if they find out that it's something that they want to do. But anyway, the fasting is what does that. So I've also never ran or walked 100 miles in one month before. I've probably done an average of 50 or 60 leisurely, just, well, not really leisurely, but um, just as my everyday activity. But I haven't just really set out to hit that number. Now it's April, so that also means that sometimes I'm going to have to run and walk in the rain. And I'm actually looking forward to that because I have dubbed myself the metaphor queen. So whenever I put myself in situations that are uncomfortable and strange and different and I'm trying to achieve something, I'm really, really good at finding the lesson in it. So if I have to walk through the rain for a few days to get to the 100 mile goal, then I will. And I think that makes it a beautiful part of the journey. Now, I've chosen these two things because I haven't done them before. Because I have to 
do something I've never done before, and that's going to make me stronger than I was before I did it. It's going to make me stronger physically, and it's going to make me stronger mentally, and it's actually going to make my business and my impact stronger because there's going to be people listening just like you who need to hear this, who are going to be inspired by this. So for example, right now I am, I have my timer right here with me. Um, I'm 65 hours and 37 minutes into this fast. Like I said, a seven day fast is a total of 168 hours. So I'm damn near, you know, over to that point where it's just going to be a hundred hours left. Um, now I actually, um, I shared my story on Instagram when I had first started this about me doing, you know, the hundred miles for, for within April and, um, doing the seven day fast and why I was doing it for me. And within 15 minutes of me posting that, I had a message from somebody who was an old friend and she said she resonated with it and that she had been having troubles with the binge eating and she wasn't where she wanted to be and she knew that she needed to work on her health. So yes, through my challenges, I grow mentally and I grow stronger physically, but my, my impact, my business grows stronger because I impact people like I impacted her within 15 minutes. People who think, oh, can I, I can do that too. Or how about us just choosing the most ambitious goals and having the audacity to actually go after them just because we want to. You don't have to wait until, until New Year's to have a resolution and to start your year over, and to start you over and working on yourself. You don't have to be in a toxic relationship for the next eight months before you decide to go run and live your life the way you want it to. You don't have to wait to lose the weight, to change the job, to make more money, to chase your dreams, to chase the health goal, to do whatever it is that's on your list. I made it my birthday resolution. You want to make it your Monday resolution, your Tuesday resolution? I don't care. Just chase that shit down because it's in your heart and it's in your head for a reason. I just chose to make my birthday mean something more. Just like I chose to make my mom's death mean something more. It could have hurt me and I could have just wallowed in the pain forever. But I made it mean that she wanted me to make the most out of my life. I get to, I get to decide what my birthday means from now on. And so I'm super inspired to just level it up, to continue that growth in my success. To, and, and that, you know, the money, like the, the networking with millionaires and billionaires who, you know, are my mentors, it's life-changing. But I don't do it for the commas. I don't do it so I can brag about how much money I make or how much money I'm going to make. All of that, the growth of my success, 
the growth of my business, how healthy or muscular I get, is all just a measurement tool that shows me how many more people I can help. I can't help people around the world if I don't have my business. I can't help millions if I don't have a network. I can't reach them or stand on a stage for an hour and walk back and forth with the light shining down on me while I'm sweating and talking to people and having heart palpitations because I'm a little bit nervous and a lot of bit excited without having a healthy heart. I don't even know who it was. I was listening to some mentor motivational speech and when he walked after he was on stage, he told a story of when he was on stage before and after he walked off stage, he realized he was having a heart attack and that he had been, when he went to the doctor, it turns out he had been having a heart attack the whole time he was on that stage. Now tell me you don't need to be healthy to stand on a stage and talk to people. I need to be healthy to be an example. I need to be healthy because I love myself. I need to be healthy because I'm an example to my children. I need to be healthy because I don't want to be winded when I get to the top of the stairs or, you know, be afraid if that spasm in my lung is a heart attack or not. I want to be healthy because if I get dizzy, I want it to be because I just stood up too fast, not because I'm afraid that my blood sugar just dropped. You see what I'm saying? Then that healthy body and that strength gets me to the people that, of the lives that I need to change. It gets me to those stages. It gets me on those planes. It does all the things that I needed to do. Same with the money, same with the network, same with the growth of the business. It's all just a measurement of how many people I can reach. So you bet your ass, my goals are gonna be big. They're gonna be impossible. They're constantly gonna be changing because as I grow, I need to continue to level up. I am relentless at making sure I reach you. I hope you understand that. I'm relentless. So just like my 31st year, I'm gonna spend this whole thing. You know, I'm gonna do my seven day fast successfully. I'm gonna level up mentally, physically. Same with my 100 miles in April. And then I'm gonna continue that pattern throughout the rest of my 31st year. And then when I turn 32, you bet your ass I'm gonna do the same thing. So that's what I wanted to share with you today. If your birthday's coming up, look at it differently. But it doesn't just have to be your birthday. Any day, you can choose right now to take control of your life and to make it mean whatever the hell you want it to mean. Stop overeating, stop over drinking, stop getting angry and impacting your, the quality of your life because you're just so pissed and complaining all the time. Stop blaming others. Stop being, choosing to be the target of people who wanna bully you. Get them out of your life. Up level your life in whatever way you see fit. And don't give a damn what anybody else thinks. Did you hear that? Don't give a damn what anybody else thinks as long as you are taking care of your best interest and your quality of life. 
and you fill your cup first. Because like I say over and over and over again, is you cannot help people unless your cup is full. Just like when you're on a plane, you gotta put your mask on first. You won't have the abundance or the energy or the resources to help people like you wish without taking care of yourself first. That even goes as something like working on yourself and your personal development so that you can just be a better mom. So your children don't have to suffer with some mistakes and things that you didn't learn when you were young because you were able to help them cope emotionally. You are there to help them feel worthy. So now that I have hopefully inspired you guys to action, reached you, I hope you know that this wasn't about my birthday. I was just using it as an example so you could reflect it back onto yourself. But I did say that previously I overcame eating disorders. So for anyone who stuck around this long and are wondering, you know, what the fasting is about and is it safe and, you know, oh, I'm worried because she had eating disorders before, so how do we make sure that she isn't doing that again? Um, I, like I said, I highly, highly encourage you to um, go over your your own research um, and you can find this stuff anywhere. But I just printed off some, some pages here um, that I wanted to share with you guys so you could leave the podcast not only inspired but actually informed. And that way you can gauge on whether or not this is something that you would be interested in. So like I said before, at the beginning of my weight loss um, journey and my big transformation, I started experimenting with something called intermittent fasting. Now, at the beginning of this transformation, I didn't have a business yet, and we didn't have a lot of money. I was sick of fad dieting and spending my money on stuff that I wasn't even using or completing, right? We've all been there, bought the, the beach body and, and the 21 day fix and the V shred and, and Weight Watchers and all those, all those things. You know, maybe even tried keto and uh, just, if you were like me, you just, you tried everything that there was. Chronic dieting is what I call it. I was just done, right? My mom had died of preventable disease. She had cancer and diabetes, um, which pretty much put her uh, timeline on fast forward. And I wasn't gonna do that. So I wanted to, I wanted to not only create a legacy for myself um, and to ha- you know, achieve greatness for what I think is greatness in my life, but that also meant taking care of my body along the way. So intermittent fasting was a cheap and easy and resourceful way to use our beautiful human bodies like we're supposed to. A long time ago, I used to just, you know, hold my stomach in the mirror or my legs and be like, what's this? Oh, it's so disgusting. You know, and I would just put myself down all over the place. Um, But now, you know, if I have fat on my body, I'm going to be like, okay, well, that's there for a reason. My, hum- my beautiful human body has evolved perfectly and has given me extra storage for fuel if I need it. Now, when we're pregnant, that extra fat storage uh, turns into breast milk, or it can, depending on what you chose to do. I breastfed my son for a year, but otherwise, it's just there. It's there for survival, for the times that we go without food, you know, in our 
all the years of evolution. We didn't always have food on the go, you know, just at our fingertips, 50 different choices, you know, choices down the road. I mean, you, everywhere you go, there's food here in the US. So intermittent fasting is a way to break the habit of overeating and binge eating, controlling your portions. This is if you're you know, struggling with any of these things. It's resourceful because you're using your body for what it has been, you know, what it has evolved to do. Um, and it's really, it's got some really great health benefits that I'm going to go over. I have some papers, so don't mind my wrestling in the background. Um, so let me list these off. Like I said, don't mind the health, I mean the, uh, the papers in the background. I'm not going to go into detail if you are specifically like interested in any of these things I say. Like I said, go do some research, but for one, it promotes blood sugar control by reducing insulin resistance. It promotes better health by fighting inflammation. So, you know, the swollen or the red splotches you get on your body or your skin. Yep, it helps that. Fasting. It may enhance heart health by improving blood pressure triglycerides and cholesterol levels. I'll go a little bit deeper on this so you can better understand it. On this one, it says, in one small study, um, they revealed that in eight weeks of alternate day fasting, it reduced levels of bad LDL cholesterol and blood tri triglycerides by 25% and 32% respectively. So for me, that means a lot because not only did my mom have cancer and diabetes, but my dad's side of the family has high cholesterol. So I've got to not only take care of myself, right? But I, I want to be mindful and aware of what I'm genetically predisposed to. And so it's important for you to know your family history so you can be extra diligent on doing the work that you need to to keep yourself healthy. So number four, I think I have eight eight things here that it does. Um, it can boost your brain function and actually prevent neurodegenerative disorders. Um, there are some studies that say that it can help prevent Alzheimer's, so that's what that means. Um, it actually helps our brains heal and generate cells instead of having, like it says, the neurodegenerative diseases take effect and um, impact our the function of our brains. So, number five, it aids weight loss by limiting calorie intake and boosting metabolism. Notice when I said that I was doing a fast for clarity and strength and because it's something that I've never done before when it comes to just a water fast, I didn't say, I want to lose weight. Oh, I just have 10 more pounds to lose. This is about my total body optimization. But as I'm going through these benefits of fasting, I want you to know, yeah, it does. It does aid in weight loss by limiting calorie intake and boosting your metabolism. It can actually help um, reset your metabolism if it's something that you've been struggling with. Um, number six, it increases growth hormone secretion, which is vital for growth. And that's actually more present 
in us when we're children and while we're growing, obviously, and as we get older, it depletes. So that's why our skin starts sagging and it takes longer to heal because our body is not um, secreting as much human growth hormone for our bodies to create the growth that it needs to heal. Um, so that's vital for growth. It's vital for metabolism, weight loss, and muscle strength. So all of that sounds like a plus to me. Number seven is it could delay aging and extend longevity. So let's see here. It says, um, actually, this isn't like, I don't want to sit here and try to scan over this whole entire paragraph, but it helps your cell turnover. So with new cell generation, you're able to have fresher looking skin, tighter, firm skin on your face and things because your body's able to create it. Not only that, but it, it also gets rid of damaged proteins in your body. Um, things that, you know, old cells that are just hanging around in your body because your body's spending way too much time trying to process all of those french fries you just ate. So no french fries or no extra food, your body starts taking out all of the extra trash. If you ever implement fasting, think of it as a spring cleaning for your body. Okay, and then the last tip, which um, to me is the most powerful one, is that it may aid, oh, stop, my phone just went off. It may aid in cancer prevention and increase the, effective, the effectiveness of chemotherapy. Um, that means a lot to me because, like I said before, my mom, she had preventable disease. Uh, diabetes and cancer, lung cancer, was the one that took her from us. But that was from her, her lifestyle habits, right? So I'm taking control of my lifestyle habits and I'm not allowing those environmental factors to um, make an impact on my life and my health. But there are some things, there are some cancers that they haven't really found what they're caused by yet. and. I just want to make sure that I do my part in helping my body protect itself as best as I possibly can. Because why wouldn't I? I'm not trying to die at 31. I'm not trying to die at 40 or anything else. I want to live a long life and I want to be that old lady that is running down the road who's still working in her garden and can still pick up her great grandchildren. That will be me because I'm not choosing to settle. Um, so that is some, just like I said, eight basic, you know, benefits of fasting. There's different ways to do it. Intermittent fasting, for example, is skipping breakfast and having lunch and dinner or skipping breakfast and lunch and only having dinner. Now this does not mean skipping breakfast, lunch and then eating shit for your dinner. If you're doing this to become stronger and healthier, then you know skip breakfast or whatever meal you want. And when you do eat, make sure you're fueling your body. Be mindful. Use you know a beautiful color palette. And by that, I mean greens and reds and oranges and color. 
Make sure that there's color on your plate. And I don't just mean sweet potato fries. <laughs> I'm talking about the beautiful produce, vegetables and fruits that were created for us on this earth that have everything essential to the human physiology, right? Like it's everything that we need to sustain, to maintain, to grow, be healthy, all of that stuff. So make sure that when you do eat, that it's good. And I totally get having a slice of cake here and there, you know, having a glass of wine to celebrate if you choose that lifestyle, but it doesn't need to be regular. It just doesn't. You're gonna be happier. You're gonna have more energy whenever you select those times for different, you know, I call them like society snacks, right? Birthday cake, champagne, wine, shots, <laughs> anything like that is society snacks. Everything else is essential to what we need when it comes to um, all of our vegetables and, and, and fruits and natural things. Um, so that's intermittent fasting. I'm doing what you call an extended fast and sometimes people even do extended dry fasts. So I don't just have water on this fast but I do have zero calories. So I have water, I add pink Himalayan salt and lemon juice to my water in order to provide me with electrolytes that my body needs. And then, actually, real quick note that I learned today. Did you know that lemon juice actually helps your body break down uric acid and the different chemical makeups that cause kidney stones? in your body. I actually suffer with um, like a lot of kidney issues and kidney stones, UTIs, things like that. Um, so every time I like learn a little bit about how to take care of my body more, it's amazing. It's so relieving because I'm always afraid that <laughs> I'm going to get sick. Um, but so that's a little side note. So I have water. I put pink Himalayan salt and a little bit of lemon juice in it, pure lemon juice. I have black coffee. With stevia, stevia is naturally derived and it has a zero glycemic index, which means it doesn't make your sugar spike. So that's why it's that's why it's good. So I have black coffee with some stevia in it, and then I have tea. I have less tea. I only have one coffee a day, and then I have um, tea just if I want something warm with a different smell uh, to kind of help break up the monotony of water and it actually helps boost my thermogenic process. I know I'm using a lot of words about our bodies, but it actually helps um, that thermogenic process which helps you boost your metabolism. Now, you may think at surface level that that's just about losing weight, but the thermogenic process helps our uh, digestive tract. So what I want to happen in a fast is my body to get, all, get rid of all of the gunk and toxins that have clung to the walls of my intestines from all of the times that I didn't eat well. And yes, that stuff can actually hang out inside of your intestines for weeks, months, and even years, depending on how extremely unhealthy you would have to be for that to happen. But I want all of that to come out. So I haven't done this particular um, you know, tea, water, and coffee fast for seven days. But I do, about once a quarter, um, do a three-day fast. Um, maybe twice a quarter. 
but I do it specifically for that reason. I want to reset my digestive system. I want to start the process of autophagy. And that is what I talked about earlier when our cells start to regenerate and um, we create new cells and get rid of the old ones. It can help with scarring. It can help with healing after surgery. Um, it can help with boosting your immune system and getting over a cold. I have used it for every single one of those things. Um, myself but like I said don't do this without your doctor's consent and you know let them know when you're starting and check in with them when you're done so intermittent fasting replace one or more meals a day without eating and there's extended fasting which is 24 hours or more so you can do two days three days seven days main thing I want you to know there is that if you do two or three day fasts, you're like putting yourself through suffering. The hardest part, especially when you're not used to it, is the first two to three days. After that, your body gets over the natural sensation of like looking for food habitually and you actually enter a, a euphoric state where you're just, you're on cloud nine, you're ready to go. As you can tell, I'm on hour 60 whatever and I think it said 65, but I'm on hour 65 and I feel great. I'm not dying. I'm not over here like withering away into the wind because I'm dehydrated. I want you to know I'm healthy and I'm strong and I have a lot of energy. Actually, I'm gonna go for my five miles today after this. So I'm good. And then, um, like I said before, you have the dry fast. I don't recommend those. They're really extreme. I love my kidneys and I'm sure you love yours too. And so staying hydrated is, um, really important to me. So I feel like the dry fast can be a little, what's the word, dangerous. Um, so there's some people who can do things like that. I mean, for a more special, dedicated, spiritual reason. But if you're not doing it for that, I don't suggest it. If you're doing it because you're desperate to lose weight, God, just walk away <laughs> and start doing some personal development so you can learn to love yourself and respect your body as you try to strengthen it like I'm doing right now. So I know that I laid a lot of um, information down on you there at the end, but it was important for me that I share with you my birthday resolution to inspire you hopefully to start creating some of your own. But I also wanted to let you guys know that I'm okay. I had eating disorders before. I went through a major life transformation and I am over it. Just like if I were to tell you guys, like, you know, hey, I used to be an alcoholic, I would hope you guys would wonder how I'm doing now. So those were problems that I used to have. But as you can tell, I'm very passionate and dedicated to respecting my body fully and just trying to better it consistently, loving myself through it. That's definitely the way to do it. So... Thank you guys for hanging in and hanging in, hanging around, hanging on this long <laughs> to this uh, podcast episode. It is now, let's see, 43 minutes. <laughs> so we've got 43 minutes, which is usually, um, it's, it's a lot longer than the average podcast. Um, but like I said, I, I just had important information that I wanted to inspire you with. And then I wanted to let you know about, um, I wanted to, I wanted to let you know a little bit more about fasting. And if this is the very first podcast of mine that you are listening to, 
Yes, you heard pages turning. Maybe you heard my stomach growl. (laughs) Maybe you caught me up a few times whenever I was stuttering and I couldn't think of what to say. But it's important for everyone to know that I started creating this podcast getting over a perfectionist problem, right? Not surprising. I used to have self-image issues. I used to have eating disorders. So it's it only makes sense that I have a problem with not being good enough. You know what? Let me rephrase that. I had a problem with not being good enough. And so that led to perfectionism. And Dean Graziosi, one of my mentors, challenged me to um, take action on my podcast and to not belittle it or think it wasn't good enough to work on. And in order to do that, I had to start creating podcasts and just get them out there. Before, I was recording episodes and I was not releasing them. I was spending hours and hours and hours editing and then just deleting them completely because they weren't good enough. So now, every single one of my episodes is uncut and raw. I take it straight from Soundtrap, which is where I record it, and I add my background music because I love background music, and that way you don't like necessarily have to hear me breathe every five seconds. <laughs> but um, and it actually helps like if you're on a walk or something, keeps your momentum going. That's what I like, so I gave that to you. But yeah, I just add my music, and then I, I publish this for you. And so... Like I said, if this is the first time that you're catching this and you caught some slip-ups here and there, I want you to know that that's there on purpose. It's all there as a sign that I am good enough and I don't need to be a perfectionist. And that this is real life. And sometimes we stutter. And sometimes we forget what we're saying. And that's it. It's just normal life. We're humans. So thank you guys, like I said, for sticking around. Um, I'm actually going to start doing something new, which is... At the end of every episode, I'm going to start reminding you, because I love you and I hope that you love me too, is to go on whatever platform you're listening to this on. If it's on Anchor, if it's on Spotify, if it's on Apple, if it's on Google Podcast, CastBox, um, all the things. I'm on a lot of platforms. So whatever you're listening to this on, go and rate the podcast. And please give me as many stars as you want. I love stars. I love all the stars. I particularly love five stars. So get, you know, rate it. Get out there. Do give me five stars. I hope, I hope you give me five stars. You know, write a review. Tell me how you were inspired. Tell me something that you need to learn. And I will make an episode just for you to help you. I have done it before. If you've listened to every single one of these, I have several that I do specifically for women in need. So when you hop off this podcast, go give me a rating, leave me a review. And that way you're also doing your part to make it easier for other women to find me to get this free, motivational, inspirational podcast to help them overcome whatever the hell it is that they need to overcome in their life, regardless of how big of a feat that may seem. So you do your part, I'll do mine. I'll still do mine anyway. But I'll see you guys on the other side on the next episode of the Audacity to be Ambitious podcast.